The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to preview Searchmetrics' upcoming Q2 in review webinar. Joining us is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Client Services at Searchmetrics. Tyson manages Searchmetrics' SEO, content, and client success organizations. And outside of shepherding Searchmetrics' largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, Tyson and I are going to discuss the Google update changes in Q2. So far this week, Tyson and I have talked about some of the updates that Google has made in Q2. We talked about some of the technical changes that you need to be aware of. And today we're going to talk about the industry trends that have changed in Q2. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Here's the last installment of Q2 in review with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services. Tyson, welcome back to the final installment of Q2 in review on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Last stretch of Q2 and finally into Q3. So let's call it what it is. Maybe announce the permulent. Q3. Let, let's, I was just about to say, let's call it what it is. Q2 is kind of a nightmare for everyone. Obviously, there's some macro effects that are in place with the coronavirus. We're all sick of talking about it and hearing about it. But I'm imagining that that affected the SEO industry. Talk to me about some of the industry updates. What happened in the SEO world last quarter? Yeah, so you hit it right on the head. Can't avoid that, especially in the industry trend. I think there's been a lot of change in the search behavior as our lives have kind of been put into this wash machine of a quarter. And so there's been a few changes in that regard. There's been some shifts in the landscape. Again, tying back a little bit to some of the Google stuff. And one of the interesting findings from pieces that we have for some industry trends this quarter is 
a piece that a couple of our consultants actually worked on. And Carl, in our SEO consulting team, did a study of actually how Google's been using gender in relation to different category terms. And so that could be things like jeans or pajamas or different type of fashion categories and how they're interpreting basically what those keywords or what the intent behind those are. So for example, if you search for pajamas, every single top ranking URL for that is a women's pajamas. Or if you go into jeans, it's also going to default to a woman jeans page. And that's interesting because it's basically, it connects a little bit back to the previous topics of how Google's determining keyword intent, but also for websites, it can be a very like practical, tactical piece of either following kind of the gender preference that Google's showing to it, or by also trying to take a different angle of it to differentiate yourself from the bulk of the other big box retailers. I wonder if this is really a Google trend or if they're just reflecting what is happening in the retail industry. I know that you know, big box retailers generally when they're assorting their store, put the women's clothes up front, either because women are their core customers or, or women have bigger carts than men. Whatever the reason, I'm sure that there's a business reason behind it. It is not just purely based on gender. But is this a Google trend or is this just a reflection of the retail industry? It's going to get a mixture of the two. But it's like in a lot of these cases, there could be three different versions of like, let's take a jeans page. There's definitely going to be a men's jeans page, a women's jeans page. So those both exist. A fair amount of cases, you're also going to have a general jeans page. And so Google is choosing like, hey, if someone just searches jeans, there's a greater chance or more likelihood that they need this specific version of the jeans page. So it's having that ranking of a more general term on a slightly niche focus within that because that's where the identification of like they must want this. And so it's, I think, a little bit of both. I'm sure you're going to have a skew of inventory volume quantities. But I think it's also a bit of kind of a, a window into seeing what they're determining is important for that query. It's interesting to me that Google, in some capacities, is a data company, right? They have more information than anybody, maybe other than Facebook, on who their consumers are, what their behaviors are. And when I search for the keyword genes, obviously this is a sample size of one, the top result is paxun.com, jeans for women. The second result is H&M, jeans on sale, shop women's jeans. The third result, women's jeans from ae.com. All of the results are female. And Google has to know at this point that I am male based on my search behaviors. Why are they not including gender as a way to filter their search results to be more relevant? I mean, that's a great question. And I could I could only speculate on what the actual reason would be on that. I feel like this is also, in some regards, a, a sensitive topic. You know, Google may not want to bring that in as a piece that they're taking from the users from your Google account. So I'm really not sure why, like in theory, yeah, you could definitely go that path. But it seems to be something that they're not tapping into like user accounts, but it's more of using this larger algorithm of just how it's associating the most relevant content. And so that's why I think it's a very interesting angle because it's something also that we didn't necessarily see at the same volume in previous years. Definitely, I'd recommend everyone to check out the blog article by Carl 
on this because he really illustrates some great examples and goes into some good detail here. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So outside of gender and how Google thinks about targeting men, women, and other genders, what are some of the industry changes that you've recognized this quarter? Another one, which was a little bit on the e-commerce front. So we touched on in the past that there were definitely some like clear winners from the Big Ten e-commerce sites with the algorithm update. But then it was also brought up that a little bit later, there was a softening or weakening across the board in most large e-commerce sites. And what we're detecting is there was a softening of mobile visibility that was not present on desktops. So in a lot of these top 10 e-commerce, so that's your your Amazons, your Walmarts, your Ebays, Home Depot, etc., and all of those had between a 3 to 6% week-over-week decline in the mobile visibility despite an increasing desktop. And as we dug in more to that, it's really what we found was it was a shifting SERP results on those queries. And if we looked across like our entire research file database, we did see that there were more video integrations on the SERPs. But we also found specifically within the e-commerce area, there was an increase on mobile ads as well as videos on the mobile SERPs. And so this had kind of been taken away some more real estate from e-commerce on mobile queries, particularly. So Tyson, as you look back on the quarter and we talk about the industry trends and what happened with Google and some of the technical trends, what's your big takeaway for the quarter? I think my big takeaway of the quarter is it's business as usual from Google's standpoint. Like they're continuing to roll up the changes to no surprise and follows a lot of the historical elements. I think it's also worth noting that this trend that we've seen in, let's say, the last 12 months, and we saw it last year kind of increasing from Google's side of the communication and notification of changes. And when we look back of whether it's web or vitals, they're giving more notice. They're also giving more tools to basically measure those things. So that I would say is actually like really positive for the industry. And one thing too that I would really recommend to people though 
is to take that opportunity and to not be caught flat-footed next year when those elements that have been announced this quarter come to light. And so I think that's something it's like, we got a great opportunity to take advantage of it. The time is now though. Let's not wait until next year to complain about it going into effect. Okay. Well, we're going to have a Q2 in review webinar with Tyson and Kathy Brown, where we're going to continue this conversation. We'd love for you to join us. So if you're interested in hearing more of Tyson and Kathy Brown, senior SEO specialist at Searchmetrics, thoughts on what happened in Q2, go to searchmetrics.com slash webinar. The event's going to be happening July 22nd at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, to register, go to searchmetrics.com slash webinar. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, who's the Vice President of Client Services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 